0: Hello, welcome to Adopter Stories by Adoption Now. The LGBT plus Adoption and Fostering Week 2022 is back for its 10th year. Led by New Family Social, the campaign looks to encourage more LGBT plus people to consider both adoption and fostering as routes to parenting. The first LGBT plus Adoption and Fostering Week was back in 2012, and the campaign has gone from strength to strength each year. Adoption Now are once again proud to be supporting this year's campaign and so as a special episode we felt a great way to finish the week's celebration would be to speak to sam who along with his partner tom adopted their amazing little boy in this episode we found out about their adoption journey and amongst other things how as part of the lgbt plus community they found the actual adoption process itself so without further ado let's go straight to the interview hello sam and welcome to the podcast hello <laughs> So perhaps we can start with how you came to adopt.
1: Um, So basically, uh, me and my partner, we've been together um, for quite a few years. Um, We had talked about children, but we'd never really decided, you know, that yes, it was something we 100% wanted to do. Um, But we were quite lucky that a few of our friends um, had adopted. So we'd actually seen them do that. So that was straight couples um, as well as gay couples. Um, So it was nice to see a bit of both. Um, and just seeing it be quite successful, um, and sort of completed a family unit, um, then that made it really something that we thought that we could do. Um, we wanted to be in a position where we could adopt though, um, and that was ma- mainly down to the property, nothing else really, um, because mm-hmm. where we were living, we didn't have a spare bedroom. So. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so then we moved somewhere else, and it was a lovely place, etc., but I think it was mainly down to the fact that we had an extra bedroom, so, yeah, yeah. It made it possible.
0: So did you have any reservations about becoming an adopter?
1: Uh, yeah, lots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: and, and I think it's natural, you know, loads of people sort of think, oh, you know, you must have finally been in a position, or, and people assume, because we moved, to, we moved to quite a nice sort of like small village and that type of thing from a city, People just assumed that that was what it was, um, but it, it really wasn't. we talked about it when we were in the city and then and we'd thought about it. And when we moved here, it really was down to the fact that we were just in a comfortable position together rather yeah. than the property. I mean, obviously it really helped, et cetera, um, but I wouldn't say that it was just because of that. But people did make assumptions like our friends, et <laughs>
0: <laughs> So as part of the LGBT plus community, were you aware from the start that you were able to adopt?
1: We were like I say, we were lucky because we'd seen um, friends etc. Uh, go through the process. One of them though um, was a sole adopter, um, and I wasn't aware of that at the time. So I did find that um, sort of very interesting. And following their journey was literally just as they'd finished, we started ours. So yeah. um, that was really useful. So it was nice to know that that was an option. Um, again, like I wasn't aware of was aware of obviously um, gay people being able to adopt etc and, and as couples um, yeah, yeah. and we had luckily seen some you know successful adoptions as well you know close to home so that was useful
0: so you're able to by, yeah. to speak to your friend and talk about about their experiences and how, how yeah, exactly.
1: yeah, and the, yeah and the pros and the cons etc but I mean you know for us we've always seen it as there are you know, lots and lots of um, pros and lots of cons with it, but they kind of mm. weigh of you know, cancel each other out, that type of thing, and, and the majority of the experience is, it is very positive. So it does make it uh, worthwhile.
0: Um, so did you know where to look and where to start your adoption journey?
1: Yeah, interestingly... Although we had friends stuff like that, we still wanted to keep it to ourselves when we were initially looking out and looking at it. So even though we had friends' experiences, we didn't really ask them about their experiences until we'd already started going through the process. Um, so we found out the process by going online and just looking at it that way. That was the the way we, we found out all our information. And we spoke to a social worker and they um, gave us more information then invited us to. Uh, sort of a a welcome evening and just sort of introduction to the process etc
0: so how did you find the process itself
1: yeah i mean i think i think when we initially started it seemed like a long way you know a long time to go through even though we kept getting signposts that you know it can be quite quick and it can be this i think because um we were sort of thinking oh well it's not going to be until at least the end of the year because my partner was starting a new job so we thought I oh, would probably be in a, need to be in a better position. So, you know, past the probation period, just the sort of logistical things. Um, But I mean, once we'd gone through the process, um, you know, it was literally straight <laughs> the moment that my <laughs> partner was in the new job. So uh, it was, it, yeah, when looking back, it was very quick in that sense, but in a good way. So it yeah. wasn't like it didn't feel rushed, but it was just surprising that, you know, from from when we w- first went on that initial sort of um course or sort of just you know initially talking to people uh it was less than a year than we were, we were placed with ourselves so yeah it seems quite quick really
0: yeah so have been some of the challenges during the process and since you've adopted
1: yeah i think during the process you know everyone always says oh you know they, they want to know a lot of information about you and those sorts of things and we didn't find that too too bad I think it's that you you feel like you're giving a lot of information, a lot of stuff, and it it seems to take a long time. At that point, I think Mm. it's because you kind of like you feel like you you've given a lot of the information already, and then you sort of go over it and over it, and it just feels like that part seems to take a really long time. Um, But you know in hindsight looking back actually you know it wasn't it wasn't a long time really Mm. Uh, and plus we did do it through lockdown so you know we were sort of on video calls here and there and everywhere so it did seem like we were doing a lot but like I say when I look back it relatively wasn't a very long time at all really.
0: So what do you say have been some of the biggest rewards?
1: Uh, biggest rewards I definitely think it is that, um, you know, completion of family and, and seeing him, you know, grow massively, you know, from where he was to, to where he is now. Um, it really is. And, um, you know, you can have a really bad day. You know, it can be from the moment you've got up right the way to, to the end of the day and you can just think, oh, I've got to write off today. And then they can just say something just you know, a really quick one-liner that just makes the whole day fine then suddenly it's yeah. all alright, you know, unlike a partner so <laughs> it is uh, it is much more rewarding in that sense and I think that that's, that's what makes it it worthwhile, that you know, it is that sort of two steps forward one step back, but you are still always slowly making progress, so again when you look back, you know, after a year or so, mm. it really does feel like, yeah, it's definitely worth it, it's a lot more happier memories than than sad ones and And, you know, again, you start to then, you know, as time goes by, you start to see, you know, you see those improvements and you see that it was a journey and a necessary journey that, you know, they need to go through as well as you to learn about each other and to learn about their past through what they're doing now. So, yeah.
0: So is there anything that you'd say to anyone from the LGBT plus community who is thinking about adoption?
1: I would definitely say that it genuinely is just like, everybody else so you know if you're thinking about it you can't do it um you know there the, the really wasn't any boundaries that we've noticed from that particular point of view from talking to social workers to going through panels to you know being placed uh, with a child foster carers right the way through to you know the, the judge and then even you know now having our son you know in the in the community with people school everything um, we've not really come across anything that we could really you know, say is particularly uh, negative, so mm. it's all been very positive, and I think that's really as, has helped us, and again it's, it's helped family, friends etc, and therefore I think it can help anybody that you can do it and it really does help and there are so many kids out there that need you know, homes and love, and I think that there's a lot in our community that can provide that, so
0: should if they can obviously and want to can i just ask did you feel supported through the adoption journey
1: yeah absolutely i don't think i just genuinely what's nice is we don't feel like we've had any special treatment we don't feel like we've had any sort of negative or been left alone or just Mm. left to it either just feel like everybody else and it's felt very positive Uh, and that's nice and that's how i how i want to be treated. in you know in every part of my life so yeah. I think that knowing that that is what it's like through this part or this journey is probably all that I would have needed to have heard from somebody else and that would have made me you know extremely confident then to, to mm-hmm. go forward and, and to do that I Think, I yeah I think that just like anything else you know you, you, yes there are some things that are you know related to um, him, him being uh, adopted um, but like you say, there's there's a lot of support, there's a lot of experience out there, um, you know, from other people and from social workers, etc, and books and everything that you read. But it's surprising that that doesn't come up as often as just general, you know, young child things (laughs) that everybody's going through. Um, And it's just, it's just knowing that that is there. So I would say nine times out of 10, any of the issues that we have is just, because he's a young lad and he's just, you know, being a pain because he's a kid. Um, <laughs> and then there is, yeah, that one thing that you sort of think, oh, okay, right, we just need to do this a little bit differently. Um, yeah. And knowing that, it's just, you know, it's good. And you don't get it right all the time. You know, you learn, but the more that it happens, the more things that come up, you do learn, and then it gets better, and it perpetuates, and then he's better. So, yeah, it, it, it is... It is fine in the end, and it it has got better and better. Um, And it wasn't, you know, I'd say it like that, but it it wasn't actually that hard, Um, really, when we look back again. um, It's just, you know, it's just different. If you've not had kids before, to suddenly have a child um, would be difficult for anybody. So, yeah. And I think it is just having those other people around you that, you know, can help out and can just say, oh, yeah. And I think we have been lucky. We have got family and friends that just... You know do it with us and sort of go oh no no that's fine don't worry about it and and yeah. then you do you just get on with it and you think oh yeah it is fine actually so yeah it's been positive
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much to sam for coming on to today's episode if hearing sam's stories got you thinking about adoption then we would love to hear from you you can visit our website which is adoptionnow.org.uk there you'll find a whole host of resources such as a downloadable information pack children's stories adopter videos podcasts and more or you can always call our information line which is open 9am till 5pm monday to friday and that's 01204 33 6096 thank you so much for listening take care we'll see you in the next episode of adopter stories by adoption now